Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, it's good to be back with you. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back with you. Kind it's of. Good to be here. Not really with you, but with you. So. Yeah, we're together via technology. It's good to be here, Tim. Good morning. We're together and we're better because of it. Better together. Yeah. Better not- together. That was last, last week's message. Yeah, <laughs> you got the main point. Good job. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah, it was good to have you with us, even though you're, you're off in, in uh, Montana preparing for sabbatical, which starts next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got one more week here with you. So that's exciting yeah. for everybody. Yep. Uh, and hopefully you're looking forward to this time of rest and replenishment that's coming forward for you and your family. Um, definitely, definitely. But I'm looking forward to this podcast. So let's, let's oh, dive good. in. Uh, we'll talk about sabbatical on another podcast, but yeah, it's coming up. It's close. Um, so what announcements do we need to talk about, Tim? Uh, lots of stuff going on in Palouse there. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Oodles of stuff going on in Palouse. We actually, yeah. you know, Palouse was uh, pretty active this week and we yeah. had some uh, shops open and open downtown and the restaurants have changed their hours a little bit. And, and how they're working with customers and, and allowing people to sit in the restaurant. So it was actually quite busy. Um, cool. But we have some activities uh, at the church that are ongoing, uh, that are important for people to understand what's going on. And that revolves around worship. What do we, what do we uh, got? So we've got our online worship that's taking place every week at 9 and 11 a.m. Uh, you can catch that on YouTube or on Facebook uh, at, at those times or a little bit earlier. If you get on earlier, that's better. You can check in with people who are there, say hello, greet one another. That's great. I think Rob, a great thing to do too is share that. I think most people listening to our podcast probably know about it, but some of you really shared it out last week and we, um, we had a lot more people watching this week um, from what I could tell. It's kind of hard to tell, but uh, yeah, well, I think you're yeah. right, and and your message was particularly um, powerful for people this week, and so there was some post sharing going on too, and so thank you all for doing that. But if you want to join us for worship, you can still be a part of the body of Christ by joining with us as we gather uh, from wherever you are on the internet. Uh, we also had uh, drive-in church on Sunday, and that'll be ongoing. Um, and, and is available at 9 or 11 a.m. as well. And you can come to the church and uh, tune into 107.5 FM and listen to the service uh, there and, and kind of see some of the other folks who are, who are longing to be back in church and community with, with you as well. And uh, this week even, we, we were able to celebrate communion uh, safely as we went from car to car and, and, and did that. So that was exciting um, and that will be ongoing. And yeah. then on, on, on uh, that radio station is not just a Sunday thing. It's also a Wednesday thing. And Wednesday evenings uh, between five and seven, we're offering programming um, that includes uh, hymn sings and podcasts. Uh, and I think this week, maybe even some live call-ins. Oh, wow. I might call in. I might call in uh, from I know we had, my location here. If, if we you had some interest last week for that. And so yeah. uh, we want to we please the, the listening audience, you know, and, and help them whatever way we can. So, so. so that's 
Wednesdays, five to seven. Wednesdays, five loose seven. time. Yeah. Um, cool. Cool. Um, so you had the big parade this weekend. That went well. We were able to use our radio transmitter to to for the community. So I got to hear the audio of that and watch some video of the parade. That looked pretty fun. Um, maybe not you know, the usual graduation ceremony, but uh, community really showed up, it looked like, so. Yeah, there, there, who knew the, there were that many cars in Palouse? <laughs> all, all traveling down Main Street. There was a lot of fun, a lot of, uh, a lot of joy surrounding that event, and it was good to, you know, it was good to be together in community, doing something uh, as a community. It's been a long time, uh, it's been a long time coming, so that was nice yeah cool cool uh what's it what's the other big announcements we we got uh sabbatical coming up which you talked about already and we'll do a podcast on that reopening um we're not going to say much here but we do have a task force with the church that is meeting and considering all kinds of things it's it's the question i get uh uh repeatedly through the week uh, tim may be getting it now in the office too uh but no, we're, we're not physically reopened yet, and, and we haven't missed the news or anything. We know Whitman County's in phase three. We're, we're doing our own plan, as we said. Um, government uh, decisions don't reopen or close us. Um, so we're thoughtfully thinking what's best for us and our community. And when we reopen, we want to do it well and do it safely. And uh, uh, so we are still working all that out. And when, when it's starting to happen, you will know. Uh, it will be communicated in every form uh, possible when and, and how we are doing it. So, yeah. so if, you, if you haven't heard, then it is not happening. Um, and we, we will continue to be online and on radio um, even when we reopen. So keep that in mind that if that's something you're looking forward to this summer, because of travel or or the choices you're making the online and the radio options are going to continue yeah no matter what so that's right yeah so cool well yeah, should we dive into the sermon or do we got other stuff no the sermon man that's the that's, that's the big thing let's get to it okay <laughs> so, uh so this last week we called it better together uh yeah. this week we're calling it deeper community and uh we are we're exploring themes that I think are important in this time. I, I, I picked the scriptures a few weeks back, really uh, related to COVID-19 and reopening and people talking about, you know, our freedoms being taken away and, uh, you know, what, you know, uh, what religious freedom do we have in this country if, you know, governments can tell churches not to worship and things and a lot, a lot of hot topics going on. And that was before the tragic death of George Floyd and the protests and the riots and, and the discussion going on right now about systemic racism and, uh, you know, def defunding police departments and all kinds of stuff going on. So we picked these scriptures before then. Uh, I outlined the sermon before all of that as well, pretty much. So, so we still have these scriptures that are talking to us about freedom and, and themes of slavery, and um, didn't again didn't pick them out to be particularly controversial as to our country's original sin. It's called slavery, but um, but there they are. So we're going to be in Galatians five and Ephesians five, um, and I guess I'll just go ahead to go ahead and read these scriptures about um, freedom. Galatians five verse one, and then I believe it's thirteen through fifteen. 
And then we'll jump over to Ephesians 5 as well. So that's kind of easy. The books are right next to each other. Yeah. Galatians is before Ephesians. Uh, Good work there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't actually put them in that order, Tim. That, that was some other guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Galatians 5, verse 1. Um, For freedom, yeah, Christ yeah. has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. So Paul is is not writing about American slavery here, but he's in Galatians addressing a legalism that has crept into the church of people uh, rejecting the, the good news or the gospel of grace that we're saved by Jesus by faith in Jesus Christ alone and by what he did for us. And some folks are turning away from that and, and turning to uh, trusting in a, in a different quote unquote gospel. That's he would say no gospel at all. Uh, and Paul saying that leads you back to a slavery when you trust in your own works and your own power in your own strength, in your own religion, or uh, just your own goodness. Um, that's actually a yoke of slavery. And he says, you know, Christ didn't come for that. He came to set us free from that burden of thinking that you have to earn your love from God. Um, so that, then he continues, verse 13. We have to skip some other verses. Um, we're choosing to. And then verse 13 of that same chapter. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. And now that's not literally one word, but one message, one phrase, right? Sure, sure, yeah. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That's the word. You, you, the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Mm. Um, so for, for freedom, Christ has set us free and to free us from this slavery of uh, this false uh, religion, false hope of thinking we have to earn God's love, God's approval. Um, and Paul is saying we are called to this type of freedom. So when people throw around the word freedom, I wanted to talk about what it means, Christian freedom, what that means and why we are given this this freedom from Christ. And he says, you're not given it just for yourself, for your flesh, uh, but you're given it to, uh, to love one another, to serve one another. And the law that we need to keep is not a bunch of just moral laws. Not that moral laws are bad. Paul isn't saying that, but, but the law that we are set free to serve is loving one another, loving our, our neighbor. Uh, that's, that's what he's called us to. Uh, so uh, that's that's how the law is fulfilled. That's how if we want to pursue uh, morality, the right religion, it's in loving one another. Uh, and and if we instead, you know, get in fights about who's more righteous, who you know, and instead of listening and humbly serving one another, he says, be careful that you don't consume one another. Uh, yeah. What do, you, what do you think about that Galatians passage? Uh, well, I, I love that. I love Galatians and I love this particular section. And, and I love that we're freed not just from something, but for something. And that's something right. that, that's, uh, 
that that's really quite beautiful that this this uh, serving uh you know we're f we have freedom so that we can serve one another and so we can love our neighbors and and i think that's really interesting because like you were saying more often than not when we think of freedom we think about ourselves and what freedoms we have for us uh and and paul's commun communication here to the church uh of the Galatians is that um, it's not really about you. <laughs> it's about yeah. loving, loving your neighbors. Um, and, and he's just to building uh, on the themes of Jesus uh, that he shared in the gospels too, about what is important about loving God and loving neighbor. And, and so I, I, I just, I just see this as a beautiful image of that for us to, to follow after. Yeah. And in our in our uh, times right now, or in our country, um, there's we have all kinds of challenges. Um, we it's not like racism is new. We've had we've had racism. We have oppression. We have people who um, uh, are facing all kinds of struggles. You might have a neighbor that's uh, same ethnicity as you, but is struggles with mental illness or something. You know how how are you going to uh, love your neighbor as yourself? How would you want to be treated if you were in your neighbor's uh, shoes. Um, yeah. So, and Paul, yeah, yeah. go ahead. He even just a little, a little hint there about that, that uh, if you're biting and devouring one another, that that's not loving your neighbor. <laughs> that's probably not it. So, you know, uh, buying into the arguments and sharing videos that really uh, tear down um, each other, I don't think is accomplishing it. You know, I, I come from a, traditional conservative perspective and I, and I, but I see a lot of my conservative friends, the type of conservatism they are sharing is, um, is tearing down uh, yeah. others. And I, I don't understand why conservatives can't be uh, people who listen and want to work together and build bridges. There's, that's not against conservatism. It seems like conservatives are just tr trying to undermine um, the lib more liberal side of our arguments right now. And I think conservatives should be against racism and should listen and humbly want to say, okay, what can we do together in our communities to best take care of one another? We might have some different solutions and if we could come together, it would be beautiful, right? But instead it seems like we just are interested in undermining saying, well, what about this? What about that? You know, <laughs> gosh, that doesn't achieve much, right? So maybe I seem like I'm tearing down my conservative friends right now. But what I'm trying to say is let's not devour one another or to try to devour the other side. Let's not see everything as a wedge issue or an opportunity to politically fundraise. Um, let's, let's actually work towards uh, what our country was supposed to be about, right? Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, you know, justice for all people. We, we, can, we can do that. Um, hey, have you heard the C.S. Lewis quote from The Weight of Glory? Um, the sermon, we went, we went to online church with PFC, but then we went and worshiped here in, in, uh, uh, Kalispell at Fresh Life Church. And, uh, Pastor Lesko said this quote and it, I, it rang, you know, a distant memory. And I thought, oh, I gotta look that up, but, uh, it's an awesome quote. It says next to the blessed, excuse me, next to the blessed sacrament itself, your neighbor is the whole the holiest object presented to your senses mm -hmm. um, next to the blessed sacrament itself, which he's talking about the Lord's supper mm -hmm. communion. Um, 
your neighbor is the holiest object presented to your senses. And, you know, what C.S. Lewis is saying is, is what Paul is writing here that Christ set us free. And then he's calling us to this deep mission to love one another, to love our neighbor is a sacred deal. And to go off, against that or opposite of that and become people who are just tearing down and complaining is um, to profane the sacred, I guess, to, to insult what God is trying to do in you. Um, He's calling us to this deeper community and, um, and we should, we should be all about it. So uh, that's, that's the sermon preview from the Galatians. We should turn to Ephesians chapter five. Um, Two pages over. Yeah, just a few pages, depending on how many study notes you got, right? Uh, let's see. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2, and then I think it's 15 through 21. You want to read that, Tim? What what version do you got? You got some funny well, version? I've got the ESV in front of me. Okay, great. You want me to grab something You're qualified. Else? No, that's good. Okay. <laughs> Ephesians 5, 1 and 2, and 15 through 21, right? Okay, here we go. Uh, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Man, that's a good section. (laughs) All the scripture is great, of course. uh, Gosh, that just gets to me right now in our moment. Um, uh, verse one, who are we supposed to imitate? You know, who should be our hero? Uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not, not a politician, not an athlete, not uh, somebody that's particularly part of our movement, but God is our, the one that we should strive to imitate and seek to live as his children and walk, uh, walk in love. How good of love as Christ loved us, right? It says verse two, and a love that is giving up yourself for the sake of others. And I love that, uh, that fragrant offering and sacrifice to God that uh, we're going to talk more about that, but seeing ourselves as a uh, fragrant offering. Uh, uh, yeah, I won't show my cards on that one yet, but there's some cool stuff there. We got to keep in mind, Paul was imprisoned by the Romans uh, or he was, he was imprisoned at this time. Um, and so there's some things I think he's thinking about there, but uh, yeah. Um, how does your okay. office smell today? Do you got your candle burning, your fragrant candles? Or? I don't, uh, not today, not yet. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> it, it burned a, a while yesterday. I, I was working here on my, finishing up my schoolwork uh, yesterday afternoon for the, for the quarter. Uh, and I had it going, so it smelled great. Uh, uh, it reminded me, uh, you know, this passage, and actually yesterday as I was, as I was writing in, in one of my uh, assignments about that, that fragrant offering that we're supposed to be, and, and so I love that imagery that Paul uses, 
and, and it reminded me of that bumper sticker I, I had made up. About, oh, uh, yeah. Our friend, Justin. <laughs> it's back there somewhere. Uh, yeah. No odor, low odor. Yeah, no, no. You know? Yeah, it's a, it's one of the other sections where Paul talks about um, the right yeah. odor, right? Yeah, to have this this odor. fragrant, be a fragrant offering uh, and uh, a good one. A good one, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then he, he goes on and talks about how we can do that. And there's an important section starting with verse 3, but we're going to pick up at verse 15. Right. And it, he implores us to to look carefully at how we live basically and be wise. And I think that that is something we all need to heed right now. Are we really uh, looking carefully at, at uh, what we buy into uh, what we listen to? Are we just jumping into one cause or another or jumping in against somebody uh, sharing things that we don't really think about um, sharing things because we're angry on social media um, what you know what are we uh, are we walking as wise or unwise um because we got to use our time well right make the best use of your time the days are evil you know uh he's writing almost two thousand years ago but we still have evil in this world and so we're going to be impacted so he's he says don't be foolish uh, understand what the will of the lord is and then he gives these great words about um not getting not getting drunk, but it's it's more than just a, an admonition not to get drunk. It's uh, you know don't use your life to get wasted on what the world gets wasted on, uh, whether it's drunk with anger or hatred or alcohol or drugs uh, or power or money. But instead, what should we fill ourselves with? What should we drink into our souls? Worship, you know uh, the the scriptures. Uh, praising God, giving thanks. This is what we need to feed our souls with. And then out of that, out of feeding our souls the right way, uh, hopefully we will be imitators of God, right? People who actually love like he loved us. Um, so if we're feeding our soul with the constant negativity that's on the internet or on in media, or just the negative crowd we hang around, that, that that is not what the the soul needs. The soul needs the truth. The soul needs good words, good news. Um, and, and Paul, I think had that as a personal practice, you know, sitting in, sitting in his in prison station, he, he, he did that, right. He took that in um, and that's what nourished his soul. And then out of that, he was able to minister to even his, his guards and stuff. So, um, you know, if, if we are people who really, feast on uh on the lord and his goodness and you know take his words to heart sing the songs that remind us of him then we might smell different than the world <laughs> you know and people might take notice of christ in us so mm -hmm. that's what i'm hoping to kind of get across what do, what else do you see there tim oh i i i don't know i <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the yeah. submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ, I I think that's huge. But at the end there, we'll... Well, we'll you know, there. there's Paul offers such wonderful descriptions for how to live the Christian life. And, and he's given a couple of great examples here. And if you look elsewhere, I was just thinking 
as he was talking here about walking, he, I can't remember if it's in Ephesians where he tells us to walk worthy of the manner mm. in which we've been called. Yeah. Um, it, it just so there's kind of, uh, it kind of echoes that theme. And then I was reminded too of the, the, the Philippians one passage um, where we read about Christ and, and his humility and what. Um, Philippians you know, two. Philippians 2, thank you. Uh, Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but took the form of a servant, humbled himself, became obedient to death, even death on a cross. And and that in this kind of humility and this love, that's God honored that. And and that's, and Paul's exhorting us to be of like mind and and to... um, to be like Christ in that way. Um, and, and his, his writings just full of great ideas uh, and great instruction for us and in how, how we can use our freedom for good and how we can use our freedom to be that fragrant offering and how we can use it to love our neighbors. And, um, and part of that, as you pointed out, was, you know, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. And that seems uh, counterintuitive in our culture that we would submit ourselves to one another, but that's the the model that Christ gave for us was in the sacrificial giving of Himself for us, and so right. we have to model that same submission to others and to look not to our interest but to the interest of others, which you said in the previous uh, sermon, um, uh, the sermon from last week too. Um, so I, I, there's yeah. so. Yeah, and and, um, what I would say is if you have a concordance, just open up to the word walk and do a word study of the different scriptures of how God is calling us to walk. And you'll find the one that you mentioned, but I I was just looking at it again. I'd done that not too long ago. And there's there's a bunch of um, great scriptures about how we are to walk in relationship to God and to others walk as children of the light, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, anyway, um, yeah. So the freedom he's given us isn't just to cry and moan that, you know, we're in a world that governments, uh, do oppressive things or, uh, you know, make rules that say, Hey, maybe not have 50 people in worship, you know? And, and when I see Christians, spending their time on that that concerns me um should we have a voice and uh, be concerned about what is happening in our society and how governments can be oppressive to religions and how governments around the world have restricted religions absolutely but i guess i i didn't hear the we we are submitting to one another and what is best for our communities and how are we loving one another and is it right to be open? What size group is best right now for our size community, our size building. And will this help us love one another as we get back to worship? Those are the type of um, uh, conversations that Christians should have, not just, Oh, the government took away worship. So we should, we should show them uh, that that's not the type of scriptures we have. Paul is, Paul is uh, calling people to worship while he's imprisoned here. And he's not mentioning, you know, come and come and free me from this. He is instead saying, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Doesn't mean he likes his imprisonment. Um, you know, so we got to get a grip. Some Christians, we got to get a grip. And 
use our freedom for what God's calling us to. Um, so, so I'll probably preach a sermon about that. It might be controversial to some, but then I'll disappear for a couple months and you'll have to deal with it. So, sounds uh, great. <laughs> sounds like uh, a plan. You know, I think it's just, uh, you know, this, this, this freedom that fr- frees us to love is something that should be evident in the way we talk uh, as well as the yeah. way that we, we walk and not just the way that we talk in, in, in private, but the way that we talk in public and um, even on social media um, even in text messages to people, even uh, in whatever in whatever ways we interact with people, we're called to always act in love, right? Um, and, and this submission to one another. So don't think you. I just don't think you get you get off by posting a, a meme that that's mean spirited, and that doesn't. That's not. <laughs> that's that's not in keeping with Paul's instruction here to submit to one another and to love our neighbors and even small things matter. Um, And so we have to be careful of that and we have to be consistent. We need to be people of love and submission in all, in all uh, parts of our lives, um, public and private. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, All right. So that's a preview. Um, invite you to worship with us this Sunday online, 9 a.m., 11 a.m. on our Facebook page or Palouse Church. Wait, yeah, it's youtube.com slash Palouse Church or uh, in Palouse, in and around Palouse, 107.5 FM or Pullman. Yeah, Bishop Pullman Place. at 1.30 p.m. If you're within a mile of uh, Bishop Place, you could probably hear it too on 97.3 FM. Mm-hmm. That's a public, a publicly available radio channel that we just use for an hour or so a week. So 97.3 on Sundays in, in Pullman. Um, And yeah, uh, we'll probably have a couple more podcasts this week and um, cool. So you got to get to something else. I know Tim. So thanks for making it. Um, And uh, good to see you. It's good to see you. So, uh, well, thank you all for listening and watching. This has been Tim Sievers and uh, Pastor Corey coming to you from our Zoom studios. And we hope you have a blessed uh, week uh, that that it is filled with the freedom of Christ to love and serve your neighbors. Amen. Uh, Thanks for listening and watching.